1: Network, ladies and gentlemen, silence your phones. you only going to hear my tone. It's
2: special how we all alone. Be comfy, make yourself down. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Aaron Bird.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Mike, before we. Get going there's a pro it said that this is being recorded or something yeah you had to select yes yeah i'm just worried like why i don't understand why we have to record it it's a podcast yeah but what if we say stuff that it would get us in trouble or something me and aaron
2: mostly. aaron for the last time it's a podcast no one's listening to this Oh, yeah, I did see the numbers.
1: Okay, so I can just, <laughs> all right, and you'll make sure the mic is working. This will never come back to
2: haunt you. You could say whatever you want. It's great.
1: In the can, can, N-word.
2: can you, can you, uh, honestly, I know Joe Rogan does it. Netanyahu.
1: Okay, watch. And we're just doing a test. Keep tapping
2: it. A little faster. A little faster. Yeah, it's working. Do you want me to have my hand on the side of it? Yeah, could you ruffle the side of it with both hands even at sometimes? Yeah. Like switch back and forth. You don't want to do the same thing the whole no. time. And you're picking that up? Yeah, yeah. Pick it up every people are gonna fucking. What if love like this. my mouth's back, you pick that up? Yeah, if you go a little further away further from the Further forward mic. back. There you go. Just go further away and scream into the air and the mic will pick ah, it up. <laughs> there that's you good. go. Yeah, no, this podcast 101. <laughs>
1: this is awesome we are here in the brand new studio that i built many years ago uh this is called the fireside chat studio where i'm going to do fireside chat now you've seen the success of many podcasts you and i were just discussing uh tim Dillon. other people have probably done these what you do is a podcast alone guests are overrated guests are unnecessary they just get in the way of stuff especially when you have so many things in your brain that you need to speak about now you know me i'm very politically active uh politics are important and they need to be spoken about now That's enough political talk for today. I think what's really important is that we hit on topical issues. Topics are important, right, Mike?
2: Topics are very important, particularly for a podcast.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that you could, like, here's how you have to do a podcast on your own. You have to be able to have all these thoughts in your head that you can't say anywhere else. So... (sighs) A couple years ago, maybe people would talk about Mexicans. Uh, now they don't. What would they say um, about Mexicans?
2: What do you, what? What would they say about Mexicans?
1: Well, people back then didn't like Mexicans because they, uh, the president then, the, Donald Trump would say that these people were like trying to uh, come illegally over the border. Now I went to a town the other week called Butler, New Jersey. You've probably never been to Butler, New Jersey. What it is, is this town, when you're driving through New Jersey, you'll see signs that go to Butler. And it goes, you know, it doesn't say to Butler. It just says Butler. This is what the highway signs do. That is near my turnoff to my town where I live. But I'd never encountered Butler. I would get on that exit. I'd go What I thought was towards Butler, never got to Butler. Then the other day I decided to go get a new tattoo. Uh, It was pretty exciting. It was spur of the moment. Yet when you book a tattoo now, I don't know if you know this or not, Mike, it's not like the old days. It's not like you go in and you're like, hey, I'm in the army or I'm a sailor. I want an anchor. I want a heart. Tattoo people now, they're elite. They, They cost a lot of money. Tattoo people make more money probably than some comedians. You're talking hundreds of dollars an hour. Did you ever think that that would happen? Or did you always think that you were going to go into a tattoo parlor? It was 25 bucks and you'd get an anchor and then you'd go back to Thailand, fuck a lady boy and get syphilis. That's what I always thought. My first tattoo was $40. You know what it was, Mike? What was it? A Grateful Dead bear. You were a deadhead? I was not even a deadhead. I knew one Grateful Dead song. That song was Sugar Magnolia. And me and my friend Ted used to make fun of it all the time. And we'd pretend that we were dumb hippies. We'd be like, Sugar Magnolia. And then we'd be like, hippies are losers. Had no idea. Didn't even know trucking. I might have known trucking. But I went because Melissa went to get a unicorn on her tit. And I went and I got a Grateful Dead bear for $40. And you were in and out. You didn't even ask if the needles were clean. This is back early nineties. So look, you knew you could maybe get AIDS, maybe get AIDS from a dirty tattoo needle, but you weren't sure. And, and you thought if you had AIDS, you could probably, you were young enough, you didn't care that you were gonna die from AIDS. That was kind of exciting. That you would roll the dice back then. Now, what's your biggest fear? Death-wise, what
2: are you afraid of dying from? Uh, getting murdered, living in New York City. I'm, I'm afraid just some crazy person is going to push me on the subway tracks. That's a real fear? Not a real, but like, what do you mean? Like like dying of like old age? Well, maybe. Because like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a young man, so I'm, I'm not afraid of like a heart attack right now. But I am afraid of being pushed on the train tracks by a mentally disabled person. Mentally disabled people. And they do this often, right? New York, I mean, not to it, but often enough that it makes the... I mean, do you take the train home ever? I do, and it's just people screaming sometimes. I take the train home
1: early. I stopped taking the train uh, a few years ago. I'll take the train once in a while, uh, but very rarely. And there was crazy stuff that would happen on train. Have you ever been physically assaulted? No. So your fear goes from never being touched to being murdered?
2: Because it could happen at any moment. It's like a fear of flying. Like, no one's ever been like... uh, you know, almost in an accident, but they're afraid the accident could happen. <laughs> I beg to differ. Two words. Harrison Ford. He oh, he almost died. He's he's been in
1: like literally seven plane crashes. <laughs> that dude's got to if I saw him on my plane. Yeah, but he flies in his own plane. He's got a little Cessna and he flies. He flies his own plane and he crashes it a lot. And then he just gets out and like walks to the road and he's like, I'm Harrison Ford. Can you help me? I crashed my plane. Do you keep your back up against the wall?
2: No, no, it's not like prison, but it's definitely like it's an underground city of homeless people. Whenever you see someone yelling and crazy, do you get
1: worried and think they're going to try and throw me on the tracks?
2: No, but the track attacks happen when you least expect it. Usually the crazy ones yelling aren't the ones pushing on the tracks. They usually sneak up behind somebody. Oh. The craziest... But that's the only way I could see myself dying right now. Have you it's ever like getting murdered?
1: Have you ever stood up for somebody else on the train and said, hey, sir, please don't grab that lady's tits.
2: Hell no, you're on your own. I've done that. You said, hey, sir, don't grab that lady. No, I've tits. said you're on your own. Oh Yeah, yeah that's the, the smart <laughs> thing to do. It's my number one fear, according to me.
1: I've uh, so I've jumped into it a few times and then usually the women aren't even that, they're not that grateful because I get so angry that then they think I'm crazy and I'm gonna become part of it. And then you're grabbing her tits. (laughs) Hey, buddy, back the fuck off. And then you grab her tit and go, just play along. He's going to think I'm crazier than him. He's going to think I'm raping you. Hang on. Put my fingers in you real fast and let me get the scent to wave at him. And then that'll get him away. (laughs) I'm driving a butler, right? I don't know where this came from. How did we get into the biggest fear of dying? Your (laughs) biggest fear is really being thrown in front. It's not being shot. It's not being stabbed. It be getting it's, stro-
2: is. it's like getting attacked while in New York City. Can you defend yourself if this stuff happens? Yeah, a physical attack. I'm like, if someone comes up to me with fists, I probably won't be dying. I'm afraid of like either someone pushing me on the tracks or stabbing me or like pulling a gun out and just set, like robbing me and shooting me. Like just remember, one of those random attacks. Remember Doug Smith? No, who's Doug Smith? Football he's, player?
1: He's a comedian. He's been on some shows at Gas and he got his face slashed.
2: I think, I think I've heard him tell
1: the story. Yeah. Yes. Someone just walked up and like, and he's like, I just felt cold on my face. And it's like right down the side. That's a fear. Yeah. No, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what, well, that's a good fear to have. My, <laughs> that's why I have it. I don't know how, how I would fear dying. Cause now I have a truck. I don't worry about driving. Um, I don't know. I guess, well, I had a health scare where I thought my, my heart was all messed up. And of course, flu season.
2: You know what I mean? What do you mean? Just the flu? Yeah. Or or, are we talking COVID? Or
1: also sometimes when I'm uh, playing football with my buddies and I get tackled after I get a vaccine.
2: You get all lightheaded and shit? (laughs) (laughs) A guy died or he's in critical condition. He's... he's Doing better is the last I heard. That's one of the many categories I have ready for us. The take on this whole thing is
1: uh, all the anti-vaxxers are blaming the uh, vaccine. Is that is that what's happening in the news? But
2: isn't every single player vaccinated? He's the I only one so. that just
1: fucking passed out out of nowhere. I, I mean, and then there's all these compilation videos of literally athletes just collapsing and shaking. And everyone blames it on the vaccine.
2: Oh, is this happening? They're athletes. They shouldn't be collapsing. Yeah. There's like, there's, uh, there's videos of, if you, um,
1: there's a movie coming out, I think that's called like died suddenly. And it's about all these people that died suddenly. So all the real anti-vaxxers believe, and I'm not anti-vax. I, I, uh, we're just anti-vax for our kid. We're not giving our kid the COVID vaccine, but some people will say like, it's the biggest lie perpetrated on humanity. And I would think that it was just uh drag queens teaching in schools. The traumatic synth. When I used to drink wine, I would do that, you know, Mike? You must have been the worst
2: person to drink wine. <laughs> it's so
1: annoying. This is how this is how I would drink wine. I go, oh that oh, that smells good. You wouldn't know. Yeah, as long as it didn't smell offensive, you go, oh, that smells really good. And then you go, like. This i don't oh, like that at all oh daddy like daddy like and then i'd have a cigarette because i'd go now my heart's good so i'm driving the butler i'd never been there i decided to get a new tattoo right you super excited to see what it is what'd you get where'd you got get a it? brand swazi oh nice yeah like, the new kanye logo yeah <laughs> I got i got new ink so i go to get it And, uh, I call this guy and these tattoo people, this guy was great, but this woman at a diner I saw, I go, where'd you get your ink? And she goes, this place in Butler, Bulldog Tattoo. That's the name of the place. And she said the guy's name. I forgot the name she said. So I go on their Instagram. I find a guy that's at Bulldog. So I reach out I go, Hey, I hear good stuff about your work, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to say, there's some skanks fans that like offered a tat to us for free and stuff like that when we're on the road, but it's just never worked out timing wise. And I really wanted a tattoo. So I can't go, Hey, it's Aaron Berg. Do you know who I am? Cause that's just douchey. And then if he did, he'd be like, Oh yeah, I don't like you anyway. So I reach out. I go, I'd love to come by. What's good. And he goes, how's one tomorrow? I go, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's kind of what I'm looking for. And he goes, okay, send a deposit, Venmo a deposit, which by the way, Eh, all right, I will. I don't know this guy. And it's probably not a scam. So I send him a hundred bucks. Then I drive to Butler, Mike, and you get there. And where I live in Jersey, it's a very nice town. Butler feels like Georgia maybe or somewhere, but I get there and they have, what are those awesome
2: flags? Those really, uh, really cool flags that separate one from the, the, the roof of the, the car on a, what what was the old, the the show, the Confederate flag. You got it. Okay. There's literally Confederate
1: flags on the block where the tattoo parlor is. And you drive in, it's weird. The, the streets aren't just like cross streets. One will go one way, but it's not a normal one way street. It goes one way. It curves. And then the others want. So I park. He goes, park up the hill from the shop. I park up the hill and I walk in and I go, uh, hey, and his name is Kyle. And he goes, hey, man. And I go, yeah, I'm Aaron. And he goes, okay, I'm just walking my bulldog. He's walk, walking a French bulldog. And he goes inside, I got another dog. And go in, there's an old English bulldog. And the name of the place is called Bulldog Tattoo. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. You own this. He's like, nah, I just work here two days a week. Doesn't even own it. Has two bulldogs. Go inside. Bulldogs, by the way, great dogs. They snore. Uh, I want a bulldog now. You ever had a bulldog? Never had a bulldog, but I do like big dogs.
2: What about a small French bulldog? Oh, like the little like ones that like almost like a pug, almost like. The, yeah, like, like real bigger. gay,
1: like mostly gay people have
2: them. just a gay ass bulldog. Yeah, it's Gavon. a pretty gay bulldog, the French bulldog. That's a cute dog for you to have because you're like a tough looking dude. Yeah.
1: That, see, that's the
2: problem. You know I what like I mean? You're going to need to that, put a chain on it or something. No, but it's just like
1: it. it's ironic, but then it just looks super gay, too. Like, people will be like, people don't see me Not with if you, like my chihuahua muscle shirt. and go, oh, that guy's ironic. They go, oh, look at that gay guy with the chihuahua.
2: No, no. I think, honestly, if you wore, like, a good muscle shirt so they could see how tough you are. I did that for a while, and I used to walk my chihuahua, and there was another
1: gay guy that had a French bulldog, and he absolutely thought I was gay. Because he was wearing a muscle shirt, too. I don't know how he'd make that mistake. This was in story. He absolutely thought like we were dating because we'd walk our dogs at the same time. And then we're fucking. And I was like, stop this. It's really not cool. I'm not gay at all.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: You know, there's a thing called a prostate. When a penis hits it, it feels pleasurable. Yeah, whether you like it or not. It's crazy. So I go to Botler. Why Potler, God do that? I tell the guy, I go in and I go, boy, this is a town, huh? And he goes, yeah. And then the other guy comes out and he goes, Hey man, I go, is this your place? He goes, yeah. And then I find out, Oh, this was the guy I was supposed to ask for. I asked for the wrong guy. I told Kyle, I go, I hear good things about your work. And he goes, Oh, I'm glad people are talking about, I'd never heard anything about Kyle's work. So I go in and I go, wow, this town, uh, let me make some guesses. And the guy goes, okay. And I go, you for sure have at least one motorcycle club. He goes, how'd you know? Cause you could just tell it's like a biker town. It, it was very reminiscent of charming, uh, which if you don't know is from the TV show Sons of Anarchy, which if you haven't seen very worth a watch, then I go drugs, probably methamphetamine, some ketamine. And he goes right there points to the house next door, which is a drug house. There's four uh, children of Latin descent playing outside. And then I said, uh, also, probably not big fans of the Jews here. And the guy goes, yeah, there's, there's some stuff uh, around here. And I go, am I allowed in this shop because I'm a Jew? And the guy goes, hang on, and goes behind the counter and picks up one of those hate has no place here signs. And I go, why is it behind the counter? And he goes, well, we bring it out sometimes. It gets us customers. And I go, I would imagine it did. So then uh, I'm waiting and I go, where can I grab a soft drink? And he goes, there's a store down the street. And I walk down the street, there's a bagel place run by Mexicans. Then I go back and I go, hey, what's up with this? He goes, it's really divided. There's a lot of white people and then a lot of Mexicans. And they had this little Christmas display downtown which would be really interesting to see. Um, And it was like a little Santa's workshop set up in a park, but it was underneath power lines. And that to me was really quintessential small town shit, New Jersey. And then I got the tattoo and uh, he wasn't racist. And he goes, Hey, I watched some of your stuff. Well, while he was tattooing me and I go, yeah. And he, it's not really the stuff I like. Guess who he was a fan of? Sebastian Maniscalco. By the way, hilarious. Sebastian Maniscalco,
2: hilarious. Yeah, I just feel like he's one of like three comics everyone says, like, that's the guy I like.
1: He's so far. I watched this special the other night and I was dying laughing. Did you watch it? I haven't, no, but I've seen his shit. I think he's great. Yeah. I think he's hilarious. And now he's like, kind of like an angry boomer. So you say, like, the fucking with the fucking and it's like um he's not over the edge. He'll apologize before he says something, you know, like I get it, everybody needs an identity, but these fucking trannies, gagouche. Um, I saw him first when he he was going on before Andrew Dice Clay at the comedy store years and years ago. And I didn't I did not think he was gonna blow up the way he did. He's very funny. Not Sebastian Maniscalco. much more underground what coast west lives in a small town now doesn't live in la anymore move uh, somewhere like montana or something nate Bregazzi? no not as clean
2: uh, uh someone dirty who doug stanhope kyle canane um, oh the the voice of comedy central is he yeah i believe so am i completely wrong about that? yeah he's the one who does like you're hey, welcome to comedy central well
1: that's a pretty good impression
2: Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What Kyle Kinane bits do you know? I don't know if I know any of his bits. I just know he's the voice of Comedy Central.
1: I don't think I do either. But I think he's like, uh, he's very funny. I've just never heard anyone say, I'm a Kyle Kinane fan. I never knew that that was a style of comedy. Like, I i think, didn't he used to do something with Amy Schumer or something? I would get maybe Jesselnick, you know? But I don't get it. Okay. So I get the tattoo. And, uh, well, what'd you get? All right. I'll show you. Ready? Still ready? Still, still ready? Let's see. drum roll. Still ready?
2: I can't get it. What is, is that? Are those dreidels or dice? What does it say? P, per. It's my daughter's initials. P, E, R. And it's. uh, Oh, P, E, B, -B. -B D, Berg. Okay. It's like kids' blocks. And what's on it? An apple. What's the next one? An apple, a heart, and the middle one is uh, my dog. Oh, that's That's sweet, right? And they almost didn't tat you because you were a Jew. I know. Were and, this then, close for that uh, and then that tattoo. was it.
1: And then we talked about Instagram. And it's really nice to get a tattoo. There's something very relaxing about it. Do you know Natalie Cuomo has several? Does she? Yeah. I think she did like a montage of how many tattoos she got this year, and it was probably in the dozens, if not
2: gazillions. Yeah, yeah. she probably has about a hundred of them. She has them everywhere.
1: She's engaged to be wed to a man named Dan Lamort. Good for her. Awesome. Which now I think, and they're both lovely people. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's going to go by Natalie Lamort?
2: It's got a weird ring to it. It does have it. I think Cuomo she might do and she what, also has like uh, a, uh, like a brand. Most of, these, most
1: of these cuck comic ladies, what they do, my wife included, they take the name, but they add it on. It's a slap in the face a little bit. She could be Natalie Cuomo Lamort. Like Christine was Christine. That Nihann sounds actually Berg. kind
2: of fancy almost. Natalie Cuomo, Cuomo Lamort. Lamort. But Lamort yeah. by itself, I don't like. But Cuomo Lamort's almost like, ooh. Like- no, because
1: Lamort means the dead.
2: Oh, ooh. and she's all like mysterious, right? That's
1: actually pretty cool now. My wife recently changed her last name to Berg, but I forced it to at knife point. Now, you're saying you sent me this. You believe Bill Cosby's innocent? I I didn't say that. I mean, you see, right when we started the show, you had a picture of Bill Cosby up on the screen, saying he was going
2: back to stand up this year, and that you totally stood by this. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I hung out with Andre Myrie and he taught me that uh, it was because he was buy- Bill Cosby was actually buying NBC, so people set him up to fail like that, so he couldn't buy NBC. I don't know if you second, remember the entire I-
1: episode going to see if we can get Andre Myrie on. Oh, and by the way, Andre asked me to do a show of his and I did not respond in time. So ugh, I feel horrible now. He's going to think that this call is me telling him I'm going to do the show. Okay. Hang on one sec.
2: Start the call by saying, listen, I'm not doing your show, but I got a question. Yeah. Can you see him? Oh, video.
1: Andre, what's going on? Aaron? I'm a, you're on uh, Berg's base in my basement. Uh, this is a, sorry. I just remembered I never got back to you about the show that you're doing, so I apologize for that. But this call's not about that. And I will respond. We were just talking about Cosby's return to stand-up. And G. Mike said that he brought you up because he goes, yeah, Andre brought up this thing where he was trying to buy NBC and it's all sham. What do you think about him coming back to stand-up? You can finally tell his truth about how these hoes are lying. I like guess it's, it's obvious. They wouldn't allow him to come back if he was guilty. Preach. Do you think he he's going to him. tell his truth? You never let this happen. I hope he does. I doubt it. I wouldn't recommend him to do it. But okay. I think he should. what else could he possibly talk about? <sighs> do you ever be at the jail and the food is bad?
2: <laughs> I think I'll put it to you this way. I mean, I, I want to see if he's still going to be able to do
1: comedy clean after this. Like, there's no way he can still be clean. I was raping these Mexican motherfuckers.
2: He's got to do it that
1: way. No, I mean, he's still I, he's still got to be clean.
0: I would pay
1: your I would pay, and I'm not exaggerating, I would take you, I would pay five hundred bucks a ticket if we saw Cosby like raw, if you go raw just comes by the stand or somewhere, I'd pay I think it's that ticket's worth more than a Chappelle ticket.
2: I a hundred percent agree.
1: And if he just lets loose, like he's like and What only talks about the rape stuff too? Oh my God. I would pay I'm not exaggerating. That's a thousand dollar ticket. If you if it's I'd pay for it too or cosby i did it and then it's like i on, <laughs> on broadway and Cosby he just comes out like rape <laughs> i believe i can fly y'all gonna love you <laughs> headliner stay tuned for the cause i think if he came back if he did the rape stuff the jail stuff and he's dirty and he's like and i and I was jacking off inside the jail, and you need to make a pussy out of a glove, <laughs> and the pussy don't feel as good as a normal pussy. But you get what you get, and you don't get upset.
2: You get eight hours of sleep with the type of, type of rape I'm doing too. I feel like this is high level rapes.
1: If car oh my high level god,
2: level it's it, high level rapes.
1: You are stupid. To not just put on a Cosby wig and a suit and do a one man show called Cosby, I did it and go to the Fringe and just do a Cosby impression.
2: Bro, you might
1: I would do it if Bro, I you could might
2: do. Just me a star. What? You might just made me a star.
1: I will direct it. I I'll guarantee you this. This I will guarantee you. If you're looking to make money, you take that show to Edinburgh. That show fucking blows up. Can you do a good Cosby impression? Oof!
2: I would no. I'd have to. I'd have to be drinking.
1: Yeah, you can't just drink all the time and do
2: it. Okay, or okay. it would be funny if you didn't even try to do a Cosby. My thing. I'm not good at him yet. Wait, Mike said something. What'd you say, Mike? It would be funny if he didn't even try to do Bill Cosby. Just his regular voice was like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> like-
1: he says it's funny if you don't even try to do Cosby, you just do a regular voice. Regular voice to
2: just tell Cosby's story.
1: Oh, that's funny. I'm Bill Cosby. Many of you have never heard of me. Most of you have. I like raping bitches. But, I don't feel like it was raping. That's where I get.
2: That's
1: where oh, I get okay. It. You could just be like, I like having consensual power sex. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to produce and direct it. I will get back to you about the show, and I'm sorry I didn't. It's just been, I've been having some shit going on. I hope. No problem. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, cool. Well, thanks for uh, weighing in, man. Of course. All course, right, man. I can't wait to see that show,
2: man. All right, peace. Mike? Aaron? This is a real idea. Just have him come in, put him in a sweatshirt. It doesn't have to be Andre.
1: We get... I'm not even kidding right now. I need a black guy that can do a Cosby impression. We do a comedy show. It's a one man show called Bill Cosby. I did it. And we have the, uh, it all started back in the, it's a whole one man show. This is the most brilliant idea but I've ever had. Where are you going to find
2: a black guy that's okay with trashing Cosby? Godfrey. Godfrey loves Cosby. And what? So why is it trashing him? Not trashing him, but they—they're not gonna. <laughs> I mean, good. If if you could do it with anyone, I'm sure you'll find someone who's like, yeah, yeah I'll jump in. But yeah, like like a Godfrey ain't gonna do it. Godfrey would not. And Godfrey's probably really good at Cosby impression, right? Oh, a, oh, a perfect Cosby impression. I
1: saw I, I saw an impression he was doing earlier today. I was watching a clip of a show. I forget what it was. It must have been on Instagram or something. There was there was a clip of him. Doing an impression like in a big theater. I don't know. Oh, Gilbert Gottfried. You could do that. So we need a black guy that's hungry to make it. It'd probably it have to be mind. like a right-wing Republican guy. And then he, I'll write the show. And the show is just Cosby doing stand-up. And then all, I mean, it's a one-man show. So he'd have to like play the role of the woman too. So it'd be like him like, You know, when you're pretending to make out with someone. Yeah, when you turn around. (laughs) So he goes and he just like uh, what it would be. The start of the show is like, I just got my own stand up comedy special. And it's like starts with him. And now I'm on this TV show. They named it after me. No, it's not called the rapist show. It's called the Cosby show. And then it just goes through like just will just slide slideshow pictures of all the women that he slept with consensually. And then it goes to the jail years. Then it's out of jail. And then the end of the show is like, and now I'm back show business. And like there's a little dance number at the end.
2: You know what? I'm I'm changing my mind. I think Godfrey would love it. You should you should call him right after this and pitch him the idea. Hang on, I got Godfrey's number. Give me a sec.
1: What's he doing right now? Is he working?
2: Who do I, <laughs> if you wanna ask him? Let me see. You wanna call him? I don't even want to ask him that question. I know his answer is gonna be no. I don't even well, think he... Cause he uh I got Godfrey's number. So Oh, I wrote yeah, him a text You want to act like, like Bill said... Cosby while we put all his victims on a screen behind you? <laughs> so he would say no. Y- yes, most people would say no. I, I think you're downplaying <laughs> how offensive this is. Wait. So why is it offensive? <laughs> You want someone to go on stage dressed as Bill Cosby, joking about how he raped these women, as images of them flash behind him, and then he goes show business and does a song and dance. <laughs> well, that's, that's your the plan? end <laughs>
1: because he's fat. Like he has, he does the jail thing too. So wait, so Godfrey's stance is Cosby's innocent. He's the same as Andre.
2: I don't know if he's if he says that. I would probably you, you could ask him yourself. I, I don't think that's his, but I don't think he would partake in in uh, like uh, besmirching the man. I know he's really? a fan of his still to this day. I know he worked with them before, so I doubt he would just make a 180 heel turn. And, he worked with them. Yeah. I, he, he told the story. I mean, during all the the Cosby stuff he did, I, I can't remember where, but on some film set, and he, he met him when he was very young. Really? Yeah. So like, I, I doubt he would make a 180. I got swing. the
1: guy. I know who would do it. Get ready. Fucking name too. It's got marquee value. Guess. Kevin Hart. Not as big. <laughs> oh. Hannibal Buress.
2: He's the one who started this whole mess. I have Hannibal's number. <laughs> yeah. Hannibal. Oh wait, maybe I don't. But you have to explain it to him like you explained it to me. You can't sugarcoat any of it.
1: I'm not sugarcoating it.
2: Well, okay. Pretend you're Hannibal. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, Daryl hey, Lennox Aaron. has the number. I'll get. I'll get Hannibal's number. Okay. Uh, hey, Hannibal.
2: It's Aaron Berg. Oh, hey, Aaron. What's up?
1: Hey, thanks for remembering me. I used to do the Knitting Factory. He, he remembers me. Yeah, he used to put I me on last. Of course I remember you, Aaron.
2: You're one of my closest friends.
1: Not closest, but you knew how hard yeah, would I would Yeah, I
2: knew how hard you killed. Yeah. Um, I got an idea,
1: man, and I know you're She's busy and you're killing it. It You've done Edinburgh, right? Of course. I have a one-man show I would love for you to do. I'm all ears. Yeah. <sighs> You remember Bill Cosby?
2: Yeah, he's cool. He's what? I mean, he's cool. You, you sure? Because it seemed like you kind of single-handedly. Man, kinda... that was before I was rapping.
1: Oh, so you're good with him now?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if you, I'm a big advocate of Bill Cosby.
1: Okay. Here's the show. Um, and, and we'll do it at Edinburgh and then guarantee it gets picked up. I mean, I know you're already rich, but there's a lot of money. It's going to help. Out me, my wife. Remember my wife?
2: Yeah, uh, Christine, and then she had the two last names, right? Yeah, she just has one now. I'm shocked. She, oh, she changed it. Yeah, last week we yeah. talked. She had the high. Thanks, hyphen. Hannibal. But um,
1: the point is, Bill Cosby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's supposed to return to stand up. Oh, I great. think if somebody goes up and does a one man show based on his life, and we call it Bill Cosby, I did it. It starts with him doing stand-up, you know, and then getting the Cosby show, and then all of his sexual escapades that he had throughout the years, you know, the wild sexual ex escapades that he had. And then um, you know, he gets in trouble. So there's the jail years and stuff like that. So there'd be a little bit of slam poetry in that. Jail, is it for me? because I am a black male. I do not need to be in prison in a system. Watch out. There's fellas coming at me. Should I hits them? I don't know. I just should do my time. Why does this stuff always need to run? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. like a slam poetry thing, there's the jail thing. And then at the end he gets out of jail and then there's the reconciliation with Camille and then, uh, he comes back to stand up as he said he's going to do and he just like uh, comes out in show business and there's like a big song and dance number you could rap it we could write that in be, at the end all these get-
2: images of these women flashing behind me as i do this i did forget to mention <laughs> cuz that would probably be a deal breaker why i don't <laughs> these are real victims. <laughs> I don't understand why that's the offensive part. <laughs> why is that? Offensive? I mean, the, the offensive part would be what he did originally.
1: Right. But now it's just like, so that we could be like, I, I've taken on so many lovers. I'm so busy with my time. And then you'd flash all the women that you'd been with behind you. Yeah. I forgot to mention that, but yeah, you, that's it. That's an integral part of it. I mean, it's not, if you hate it, We could work around it. Didn't
2: say I hated it.
1: Okay. Uh, but I think it's a huge show. Bill Cosby, I did it off Broadway, if not Broadway. Have you ever done Broadway?
2: I haven't. This is something I'm really looking to do. This is going to Broadway, Hannibal. You know what? Count count me in. Fuck yeah.
1: I gotta call Godfrey and tell him we went another
0: way. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, that's super exciting, right? Yeah, Hannibal that. Do you, you not got think him.
1: that's a great
2: idea? I think it would be funny to do a fake Bill Cosby one-man show, but to make it all about what he did and make it seem like a fun time, like he's singing songs, okay. like, look at all, to call them his lovers instead of, like, his victims. Is I kinda, got so
1: many lovers, I'm yeah, Cosby. Yeah.
2: Boom, 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 boom. I would do
1: it, but the problem is I can't do blackface again
2: because <laughs> at some point it's like well he keeps doing it like he yeah. obviously he's not learning his and it's
1: also like i never really did blackface you know i i got creative with
2: makeup but it's like um <sighs> like they said we, olive face on saturday night live they said they didn't do a blackface jimmy Fallon did olive face olive face yeah was, he had an olive hue not a black is that what he said that, that's what they said, that it wasn't blackface, it was olive face. Mine was like uh, someone threw
1: pudding at me. So I think we could easily get we just need like a, a black Republican comic.
2: Are there Cosby's one of the easiest impressions? Exactly. But anyone who does an impression and loves him enough to do an impression isn't gonna take place in your like uh like like uplifting story about his accusations show business and then at the end thank you
1: and then there was the time i met eddie murphy and he was a bad man is that does that even sound like cosby
2: no not really no mike figs could do it give me a sec (laughs) ask him if he'd do olive face too okay hang on tell him obviously we would never make you do blackface (laughs) yeah all right give me a sec he could be doing He He does
1: a lot of podcasts. Can, at, can you I pitch guess, it to like a
2: real project though? Like you're actually like, like, Hey, I'm in talks with people. We need somebody.
1: Figs. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, what's up, hey, I'm on with, um, G Mike. We're on Berg's base. Do you have a quick second? I'm on a train. Okay. I'll keep it as quick as possible. We're doing a bill Cosby one man show. You do like a killer Cosby impression, right? I know. Thank you. Uh, Give me like a little sip, just like, uh, say, can you say, and now I'm back in show business.
0: Now I am back in the show business.
1: That's really good. So here's here's what the show is. It's a one-man show. It starts with him doing stand-up. Then it goes to, he gets the Cosby show. Then all of the lovers and acquaintances that he had. We flash pictures of all the lovers that he had behind him. Like while he's doing that, then there's the jail years. There's like a slam poetry piece. And then the ba- the end is him coming back to stand up, doing stand up. And he's like, now I'm back in show business. Can, can you hear me right now? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can I, can I do blackface? No. But, and uh, Mike gotta, thought you would go. bring this up.
0: Go. We are doing go.
1: service. I'm losing service. I I, no, it's all of face. That's what he said. Wait, I'm back. Hold on, I'm back. Okay, yeah. so I get to put something on my face. Yes, if you want, but I'm not even—I'm like not even kidding. Oh, Mike, had something. Go ahead, Mike. Like you tell Mike? Him just like self tanner. Like self tanner. That's, self-tanner. That's not a shoe it. Polish. It's not over the top. Okay. All right. All right. You got me back. You got it's me back. going. You got me we're back. gonna. T- I'm gonna produce it. It's going to Edinburgh. I pay your flight. I pay your hotels. We give you cut of the door. I guarantee you. And it's called Bill Cosby. I did it. A one man show. I'm down. You got me. Figs, I'm not even kidding. This is the biggest thing I've ever touched. It's gonna to be huge. I'm down. Self tanner and like a wig, but it's not blackface, not even olive face. You just like pretend you're Cosby the whole time. You throw in two seafood towers and you got me locked in. Done. I'll take I'll take you out to ink the deal with two seafood towers. Why are we still talking? Let's get it. Let's All right. It. I'll, I'll call you when we're off the air. Also, just see if Godfrey says yes, then he gets it. <laughs> wait, what? No, yeah,
2: I'll call you it. back. All right, bye. Wait, wait. hold
1: on. Hold
2: on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We got our backup. Wow. You, we, we found our Cosby.
1: I, I'm not even fucking kidding. So this is how it works. I know this guy named Brett. He used to be uh, Jim Jeffries manager in England. We reach out to him. We go, we need a space at Edinburgh. And there'll be tons of guys over there. We can have guest spots like Ariel come and he'll be like, Hey, man, I have not been this excited about
2: something in so long. You? I'm, I, to be honest at first, I, I thought I didn't want anything to do with it. But now that we have Mike Figs involved. Yeah. I'm excited. I can say it. I'm excited. When you, when you said that I got less excited. You're, you're not excited that I'm excited. No, when you said like
1: now that we have Mike figs involved, it just seems like.
2: No, I mean, that's our big, unless Hannibal. Have you talked to Hannibal? Hannibal's a maybe, uh, you know, who would be
1: great and they could both do it. The two uh, black Republican comedy twins, those brothers.
2: I know who you're talking about. Yeah, they're hilarious. They're really funny. They could both do Cosby. Yeah, like they alternate
1: nights. or Like these, the Olsen twins on Full House. Yeah, like one is young Cosby, the other one's
2: old Cosby. I get it, I get it. Okay, I'm going to start writing the script. Yeah, we're at Bill Cosby. I, can that be the name of this episode, Bill Cosby? I did it.
1: Yes, I'll uh, I'll send the script over and we'll we'll get started, man. I'm super excited. Me too, me too, wow. It's amazing how that just turned into a thing. We were talking about driving a butler. We don't even know how this Cosby thing came up. And now... It's going to be, and a one-man show is not easy. I did a one-man show off Broadway. It lost a lot of money.
2: But isn't a stand-up like the same as a one-man show, or is it more like song and dancing?
1: One-man show, I had to act, I had to pretend to be my whole family when I was in a twisty chair. Oh, like that Eddie Murphy movie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so like I'd, I'd roll the chair over and I'd be like, I'm your dad, Aaron. And what are you doing? This is crazy. Then I'd roll the chair over, Aaron, as your mother. And my mother didn't talk like that at all. But people that directed are like, they're Jewish parents. They, they have to up. sound super Jewish.
2: How did it do? You said not good.
1: Uh, let me see. Off-Broadway, it ran for three weeks, which is what we wanted it to run for. It was not good. I think the closing show, there was maybe 17 people. Uh, at the height of it, I think we were giving away tickets. There's a lot of competition in New York. That's what I'm saying. It's, if I had Bill Cosby, I did it. God, if there I you. could do it. It would be like the, the new cats. For me to do it without doing all of face, this would blow up
2: well, figs will do the olive face.
1: How could I be black without being black? Uh,
2: <laughs> don't make me answer that.
1: It's it's not possible.
0: This uh, is why all,
1: people do it because
2: tra- I can't take the role I wrote for myself. It's, well, it's like a uh, super bid. They wrote the roles for themselves and then casted it to Jonah Hill and the other and Michael Sarah because they got too old. That's what you're doing. You're handing this Cosby role down to those black Republican twins. This is, so. I need to find a black Republican comic,
1: Terrence Williams. You know him? I don't know Terrence Williams. Let me look. uh, I helped him write a project he did before. He's like, he hung out with Trump and stuff like that. He might do it, but they got to be an actor. I need, you know, we need like a Scott Baio, but black.
2: Real well, yeah, someone who could get a little method acty. Like
1: Do you even think it's a Republican Democrat thing? Or do you think it's just I need a talented black guy that has I nothing to do I think it's, yeah, it's just
2: I, I think black people just overall love Cosby. He's he's a cherished icon in their community. So you'd have to find someone who really doesn't care about not doesn't care about the black community, but who doesn't mind ruffling some feathers. I saw a girl the other night in New York who was white, but you could tell had her skin dyed black,
1: and I'm not even kidding. Like tanned? like real tan, like burnt, like not burnt red, like way over to black. She was black, but it looked like she had her skin dyed.
2: She's a girl. What, 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 did she, did what, what she do with the full, like cord rose and long nails? No, just long straightened out hair. Cause have you Here's seen that
1: what i are going to do there's message boards put on the message board. Anyone that knows somebody that would play, bill cosby that'd be super awesome Maybe just did
2: the youtube comments whoever is your dream lineup for bill cosby and maybe even some of his victims let leave it in the comments okay and you really don't like the idea of of having
1: all the victims faces
2: shown i think that's probably the, out of the, everything inappropriate with this that might be the most <laughs> really yeah like they wanted nothing to do with it literally I really, what do you mean they don't want anything? Okay, we blur their faces a little bit. I think the only thing more offensive than that is that you're portraying it as like good times in the 70s. I think it's a great show. Like you had a beach house or something. Yes, which you it's did, a good time. It, it wasn't like, like a fun love boat. It's a, it's a
1: feel good show. Look, this is going to happen. We'll pursue this more. Uh, I should have some of the script written by next week and we'll cover more of it. This is a great show, Mike. Thanks for doing it. Awesome. Awesome. Big shout outs to our guests, Andre Myrie, Mike Figgs,
2: and uh, we, we will, will follow, follow up her. with Godfrey. Who else? We will oh, follow up with who? Uh, talk to you. Hannibal Barres. Yes.
1: This month, uh, me and Lewis finish off the Offend Everyone Tour. We're in Phoenix. We're in Minneapolis. We're in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. All the tickets at erinberg.com or lewisofskanks.com. And then I got tons of new dates put up. Yonkers Comedy Club, Dojo of Comedy, Governors in Levittown, Uncle Vinny's, Hyenas in Dallas, the Comedy Attic in Columbus, Ottawa, the Comedy Loft in D.C., Magooby's Joke House in Baltimore. Outside Baltimore. Zany, Chicago. All the dates are up there. This is awesome. We're so excited to be producing this brand new show. Bill Cosby, I did it. Look out for it at your public theater. I'm Aaron Berg. This has been Berg's Base.